welcome back. Glad to have you joining us today. Pastor Mays is going to give a sermon called, Lord, Help Me Get Rid of Me. A great rhema word for you today. Uh, I pray that you, you take it, let it fall on good soil, plant deep, and uh, see what God can do in your life with it. But uh, it's a wonderful message. Hope you enjoy it. I know you will. Come and join us sometime. If you're in the neighborhood, we'd love to have you. Love to see your face. If not, and make sure you get out and attend your local church and support your local church as well. But anyway, sit back, enjoy, be blessed, and uh, we love you. Well, you can be seated a moment. God's good all the, time. all the time. He's good to you and me, bless God. Well, this morning, if I was going to entitle this message, I entitled it, Lord, Help Me Get Rid of Me. Lord, Help Me Get Rid of Me. I talked to a pastor friend of mine. He calls every Saturday night, wants to know what I'm preaching on. So I said, well, I'm, that's the title of the message. He said, how do you come up with all this stuff? I said, oh, the Holy Ghost gives me this. I said, I got this one Saturday morning at 2 a.m. See, the Lord will talk to you at strange hours. So I said, I got this message at 2 o'clock on Saturday morning. Just come out, just dropped in. So anyway, I believe it's going to help somebody this morning, and uh, hopefully it will. I, I shared with Mike the other day. I said, Mike, I said, here's what we're going to do. I said, the message does not change. Now, you can go to a lot of churches this morning, a lot of good churches. And you're not going to hear a lot of this. I'm not going to change the message. I'm going to preach the same message that I preached for all these 25, 30 years. The message does not change. But we have to change the method that we get it out. So here's Mike comes into our church five years ago. You look at him, you think he didn't have enough sense coming out of the rain. I am amazed at how sharp the guy is on a computer. I'm just, it just it, it blows my mind what he can do on a computer. Now, and like I told him, I don't know anything about the computer. Don't care to know nothing about it. So God sent me somebody in here that can take care of it. So he sends these podcasts out, and so you never know who they're going to hit. But I want you to read what that lady sent us. She gets the podcast that he sends our message out on YouTube. So I want you to read what she wrote. Yes, sir. This is from a, a lady who commented on the, the sermon that was posted, What's Happening, Listening to the Holy Spirit, on our YouTube channel that we just started. And she writes, she said, Oh, this hits home. I'm a 64-year-old tomorrow and a baby in Christ. I was a Sunday school teacher at one time, but I got lost. I've never heard the Holy Spirit. I pray and beg for God to teach me how to listen for him. Thank you for these videos. 
can never know how much they mean to me. Besides my Bible and my study, these are all I have to help. So you, you just never know, you know. And he took it on himself to do all this, and he just does a remarkable job, I'm telling you. And so, and I... Yes, and so I appreciate her sending those comments in, and, and uh, so, but I want to share this morning, Billy Graham made this statement, flesh refers to the old patterns by which we have attempted to get our needs supplied. Instead of seeking Christ first and trusting Him to meet all of our needs, that's the flesh. Now, I know that most of y'all maybe don't remember this, but I'm old enough to remember Flip Wilson. He had a TV show in the 60s, a black guy. And his thing was, as I always say, the devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. Whatever trouble I had, the devil made me do it. Well, let me tell you something. Your flesh is making you do it. We want to blame a lot of people, but I'm going to take it right down to it. It's the flesh. Because for, for me, for a long time, my flesh was a mess. Bless God, I got a hold of something. But in Romans, we want to start there. Now, here is the Apostle Paul who wrote most of the New Testament. So you would think he's pretty sharp. You, would, you know, he got uh, delivered on the road to Damascus. In Acts chapter 8, he got delivered on the road to Damascus. The Lord visited him. And so he's writing here in the Romans, and I want you to read, uh, stand here and read with me what he said. In Romans, the seventh chapter, verse 14, he said, For we know the law is spiritual, but I'm carnal. He said, I know that, that I'm carnal, I'm flesh. Now look what he said. For what I'm doing, I don't understand. For what I will to do, that I do not do. But what I hate, I do. If then I do what I will not do, I agree with the law that is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me, the flesh. For I know that in me, that is my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good, I don't find. My God, he was just on the Damascus Road and and, and Almighty God visited him. Now he's going, let me tell you something. He had problem his entire life. The Apostle Paul did not have a bed of roses. He had problems his entire life. But I'm going to show you here later. He learned how to listen to the Holy Ghost. And that's the key to us getting out of self is listening to the voice of the God, uh, voice of God. Verse 19, he said, For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil that I will not do, that's what I do. Now it is, it, now if I do what I will not do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin who dwells in me. Now, I broke this down as five things here the Apostle Paul is talking about. And we fight this ourselves. Verse 15, he said, I don't understand myself. Verse 16, 
I know what I'm doing is wrong. Verse 17, he finally says, he said, I can't help myself. Verse 18, he says, I'm no good. And look what he said in verse 24. He finally says in verse 24, I'm a wreck. I am a wreck. So then it would behoove us that if, 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 if we're operating in the flesh, that we would find out that there's some way out of that that will help us to get over into the spirit realm. The spirit is where life is. Your flesh, my flesh, will always give in to seducing spirits. You know, it's like these young girls. Just because a boy's got on a pair of blue jeans don't mean he's right for you. But we want to run after every, you know, we're running after all this stuff that God has, God's got a right. I, I, I told Ryan, I said, let me tell you something, Ryan. I was talking to him this morning. God's got someone for you. What you've got to do is wait upon the Lord, and he'll bring the right person to you. Don't be out here running around uh, 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 trying to get everything. But he's, I, I said, listen to the Spirit of God, and he will help you. Now, in Romans 8, he says, now, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who walk in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For, because the law of the Spirit is life in Christ Jesus, who set me free from my flesh. Jesus set me free from myself. The only way we'll get set free from, from our stinking flesh is to operate in the Spirit and listen to the Spirit. You know, I was, I, I, and, and I have shared, and Mike, I talked to Mike. He asked me a lot. He, he said, I just learned so much from you and listening to you. Well, if you don't know nothing, get with, and I don't mean you don't know nothing. But I said, if you, if you don't know nothing, get with somebody that knows a little something. If you're going to try to fly an airplane, get with somebody that's flown an airplane. Don't go to a bus driver. So, but other, talk about, and I tell Mike all the time, just listen, the, the Spirit will talk to you. Now, the flesh wants you to do, move whatever way. I was driving the other day from, from Oak Grove, Tennessee, and I'm coming down, it's about 11 o'clock in the morning. And I'm driving down Highway 52. And the flesh said, if you'll keep driving on Highway 52, you're going to pass Burger King. And when you get to Burger King, there's going to be a sublineal spirit voice that comes out, and it's going to say, eat me. So I'm driving down 52. I can see that whopper in my mind. I can, I, I mean, I, I'm driving down Highway 52. I can taste it. Becky's at home. I'm not going to, for God's sake, tell her I'm going to, to Burger King. So I'm driving down the road. And this thing's coming to me. You know, you're going to try, keep driving now. Then I got thinking. Do I really need that? That's going to cost me $5 to get something for a temporary fix. 
So I'm driving down the road, and I get to a point where I've got to make a decision. Left, I go the back way, and there ain't nothing there. Or I go straight, and I got Arby's, I got McDonald's, I got uh, I got uh, a Burger King, I got Taco Bell. I mean, man, they are out there. And every time you go down the road, it's a spirit that'll that'll come out, and they'll say, "Eat me, eat me, eat me." And what happens is we give in to that spirit, and we go eat them. And then 30 minutes later, you're tasting it again, you know. So I drive down the road, and I'm driving down the road, and I get this spirit. There's something inside of me said, you need to go home and make you a pimento cheese sandwich with pickle. That's what I'm driving down the road. I get you a pimento cheese sandwich with pickle. Okay, it's not going to cost me any money. I get ready to go home, and so you know what I did? I said, you ain't going to take control of me today. I talked to that spirit. I said, you ain't going to take control of me today. I'm going to take control of my body, and I'm going to eat a pimento cheese sandwich. You know what happened? When I got up there, that was the best tasting pimento cheese sandwich I ever had in my life. I was so happy in myself that I didn't give in to that flesh. And I, and I listened to the voice. The voice of God will save you a lot of money if we just listen. Now, verse 5, For those who set their flesh on the minds of the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their things on the mind of the Spirit. The Spirit has a mind, and He will communicate to you. Let me tell you something. I was in Portland. Can I tell another little story? They've got this thing now. These people are so scared over the coronavirus. I saw on TV yesterday. I, does anybody drink Corona beer? Yeah? Oh, my. Who said yeah? My God, man, you are an usher. Lord, have mercy. What do you think about that? Uh, at least he didn't lie. But anyway, I, I saw this yesterday. They got this Corona. I didn't know they made a, they make Corona beer. It's named Corona. Well, now the beer manufacturer, they're all upset because their sales have dropped off. What in God's name were drinking a beer's got to do with a virus? But I was uptown yesterday. I go into Walgreens. And there's a guy there that's got a mask on. A big white mask. I thought, my God. These people are operating in so much fear, and now it's, the, the news media has, has gripped this country with fear. Let me tell you something. I ain't getting a mask. I ain't putting a mask on. The only mask I'm going to have on is Psalms 91. And the Bible says that no weapon 
formed against me will prosper, bless God. I'm not worried about it. I don't want you to worry about it. Go on out to Burger King and get your Whopper. It's okay. It ain't gonna, it, it's not gonna hurt you. But see, fear operates in the flesh. Fear loves the flesh. Because that's one place he can operate in. Fear can, cannot operate in your spiritual, uh, uh, the, 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 the spirit. But it can operate in your flesh. And so that's what causes the fear to come. And so I thought, it, it, it's amazing that how people operate and, and, and to the things of the world. But I like this in 2 Corinthians 12, 7. The Apostle Paul said he was having all kinds of problems. There again, in 2 Corinthians, uh, 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 he, he's praying. In 2 Corinthians 12, 7, he's praying to God to help him in the flesh. And what did, what did the Lord tell him? He said, my grace... God's grace is good enough for whatever you're going through. But God did tell him that. He said, I sent a messenger of Satan to buffet you, to test you. You know what that is, a test? Some of you today are going through a test. God's going to see how you're going to pass the test. He's going to say, let me, let me. he said, well, he said, he, he buffets me. Stand up here. How are you doing today? Stand right over here. I'm going to use it again. Now, that's a pretty good buffer, isn't it? Well, here's what a buffet, when he buffets you. A buffeter is somebody who tries, a buffet tries to keep you from going. In other words, uh, I'm going here, he moves over here. I'm back here, he moves here. I go this way, he, he's, I can't get by him. They see, that's what the devil does. He uses a buffet to keep you away. Thank you, sir. He, he buffets you from getting into operating in the spirit realm. The spirit realm is where there's life and victory. In the flesh is death and defeat. So then it would behoove us now to walk in the spirit. I got this, uh, I found this many years ago. None of y'all remember this. But um, I, I, got, I came up with this many years ago. I preached a sermon on this. And I came up with this thing, and I had this little little sticker and or little button that I made. And this is how you override operating in your flesh. It says, God first, you second, and me three. God is always first. Everybody else is next, and then it's me. So I take a back seat to, to everyone else's needs over my need. Then when you do that, you learn to operate in the spirit realm of it, and God will deliver you from your stinking flesh. Now, turn over to uh, Thessalonians, the first Thessalonians chapter 4, and we see here, I'm going to give you how to get free from yourself. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3. And Paul writes this, For this is the will of God, what? Your sanctification. 
that you should abstain from sexual immorality. So number one, he says you can get set free from yourself because of sanctification. Setting yourself apart. Don't get mixed up in all that stuff. Separate yourself from the world. See, we have to operate in the world, but we're not supposed to be of the world. We're not in this world. We have to operate in this world. And you know, I tell you, there's plenty of goofy people in the world. But we don't have to associate with them. Bible says that you're a royal priesthood. And, and, and also said in that passage of Scripture, he said you're a peculiar people. Well, if you follow God, you're peculiar to the world. Now, in verse, um, uh, he said, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should know how to possess your own vessel, vessel in sanctification and honor, not in passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one should take advantage of you or defraud his brother, because the Lord is avenger of such. We also forewarned you and testified, for God did not call us to uncleanliness but to holiness. Now I'm going to give you these things right here that will set you free from your flesh. Number one is sanctification. Verse 3, sanctification, separating yourself. Nobody ever wants the church anymore does not want to talk about sanctification and getting clean. We want to talk about everything's okay. Does it make any difference? Live like you want to live. Do what you want to do. Does it make no difference? Uh, just, just, just uh, 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 Frank Sinatra had an old song. I did it my way. So we all want to do it our way. Let me tell you something. If we're children of God, we don't do it my way. We do it God's way. Because God's got a way that we should live. We don't do it the world's way. We, we, uh, we don't do it my way. We do it God's way. Number two, verse six, he's talking about that no one should take advantage of one and defraud his brother. The Lord is avenger of all such. We forewarned you and testified you. Number two, how you treat others. Just like I said right here. Everybody else, God is first. Everybody else is number two. How we treat our fellow man. How we reach out and help our fellow man. Number seven, verse seven, he talks about holiness. We don't want to preach holiness no more. Number 8, verse 8. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man but God, who has given us his Holy Spirit. Rejecting the Word. Not believing the Word. Not operating in the Word. Not doing the Word. See, it really and truly, if we were doing the Word, you would never be out of church. The Bible says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. So if we were doing the Word like we're supposed to, the, the church would be packed out. So we know that the church, I'm not talking about you people, thank God you're here today, but I'm talking about people. I, I, I had a guy last week tell me, i tell you one thing now, i tell you one thing, I'll be in church every week from now on. Well, I know he's sick. 
See, words are cheap. Action will cost you something. So, love one another. And I, I love this right here. He says, now you can get, see, get free from yourself if you do this, verse 11. That you aspire to live a quiet life. To mind your own business. And to work with your hands that would command you. In the word, keep your mouth shut, mind your own business, and work. He said, now, if you'll do that, I'm going to tell you something. If we'll do those three things there, we'll take control of the flesh. We used to be an old song. Was this a country song? Mind your own business and you won't be minding mine. You probably played on the record. That was in 1927 when that thing come out. But he used to say, mind your own business and you won't be minding mine. If we just take care of ourselves, if we take care of our own house. Now, in verse 12, he says, if you'll do all this, if you walk properly toward those who are on the outside, you'll lack nothing. What's he talking about? He says, if we'll be an example to the world, we won't lack anything. How we treat other people and, if we, and, and how we react to other people. And so the Spirit of God is what will deliver us from ourselves. It's not my will, but your will, bless God, be done. Now, Roy, I'm going to tell you something, brother, because I love you and I know I'm a meddler. Right? You. I said, you know. And, and so I know I'm a meddler. But the reason I'm a meddler, because I see, now I just read Mind Your Own Business. I just read that, that I should mind my own business. But because I love you so much, I'm going to mind your business too. Now I had a word for him this morning. Did he tell you? He hadn't told you. I said, I'm going to tell you something, boy. When you're my age, you can talk to them when they're 60 years old as boys. <laughs> I said, I'm going to tell you something, boy. And I believe this is God. I said, I'm going to tell you something, boy. God's got something better for you than where you at. I said, but I'm going to tell you this. Until you go in and you put your foot down and say, this is it. This is it right here. God can't move until you move. God wants to do something. So many times we're wanting God to do something for us and we never do nothing. God wants to set you free of a lot of stuff. But we'll sit right there, we'll go out of this service and say, well, well, Brother Herb talked about, you know, that I can get free from me and I can get this and I can do all of this kind of stuff. And then when the Holy Ghost is moving, when the power of God is moving and you can get delivered, you'll sit right to where you're at and walk out of here, bless God, and say, well, it, it, it sounded good, but I just don't know that I need to do it. No, I'm going to tell you something. Everybody at the sound of my voice needs now I don't. I'm not picking on you. Now this you're, you're going to come here and say, leave that, that guy something else. But I'm telling you, I'm not picking on you. But I'm telling you, I've done been there and I know that. 
I got I got August twenty second, nineteen ninety. I got set free of me, and the Holy Ghost, after all these years, have brought these wonderful people into this church and blessed us in this church, and and it's been because I have not compromised speaking the word. I'm going to preach the truth. If it hair lips the devil, it makes no difference. I'm going to tell you the truth. And the Bible says the truth will set you free. No. The truth that you know will set you free. This right here, this right here is, uh, is the truth. But if you don't know it, it won't help you. This will set you free. But if you don't know it, it won't help you. But my, my prayer is that we get set free of our stinking self. Now, you know, you're going to say, say now, Brother Herb, you know, it really ain't nothing wrong with me. Let me tell you something. I preach to myself. I've got a lot of things that I need to get over. Now, I know none of you do. But I do. I got a lot of things out there, man. I, I need to get set free of this. And I'll be honest with you. I, 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 I love them whoppers. But I say, I ain't eating them things no more. I just, I said, I ain't going to eat them things no more. We may go out today, though. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's something in my flesh. It's just something in my flesh right now, and I can see that thing with all that lettuce and mayonnaise and pickle and stuff. I taste it right now. Let's all go home. <laughs> but I said, no, I'm going I, I, to I, I, put the flesh under. I'm going to put the flesh under, bless God, and I'm going to walk in the Spirit and listen to the Spirit of God. This boy right here was telling me last night. That, that he was in here praying by himself and that, 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 that God touched him in a mighty way. See, God wants to bless every one of his people. He ain't going to bless the heathen. He's gonna bless, he wants to bless his people. Somebody's got the interpretation of that. Feel free to give it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. It's a man that's got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just step on out and give it. God wants you to give it. Yes, 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We used to sing an old song years ago in the old Pentecostal church. Lord, he set me free. That Holy Ghost power set me free. Let me tell you something. Everybody stand. You're here this morning, and this is many, 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 many. And here's how we're going to close this today. There's many here today. And you say, Pastor, now you talk to me about that. I've got a thing with that. See, it takes a brave person to do it, to step out and say, well, wonder what they think about me. It doesn't make any difference what anyone thinks about you. Only thing it does is what does God think about you. That's all. But you're here this morning, every head bowed, let me ask you, in this church right here. You say, Pastor, I'm dealing with stuff in the flesh. may not be nothing bad at all. But see, it may be something that keeps you from hearing the voice of God. And here's how we're going to do We're going to pray that the Holy Ghost sets you free of yourself today. If that's you, raise your hand right where you're at. We want to pray for you. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. Ma'am, God bless you. God bless you, sir. It's many. Now, here's how we're going to do I'm not even going to lay hands on you, but we're going to make a public confession to, to God. Now, God, you see that I need help with this. I'm going to pray that the Spirit of God intertwines you so much in your spirit that you know that without a shadow of a doubt when you walk out of here that you know how to put your flesh under. As they sang this song, I want you to come. I'm going to pray with you and agree with you that it's going to be done. When you walk out of this church today, you're going to have a release on self. I want you to come right now as they sing. Something wonderful happened. Thanks for joining us and hope you enjoyed the message. Have a great week. God bless. We hope to see you right back here next time for our next episode. Until then, God loves you and we love you and Jesus is still king. Have a wonderful day.